Welcome to a special bonus episode of your favorite Black Catholic podcast, Plaid Skirts and Basic Black, y'all. Um, I am Garcia, the chocolate Einstein of the pod, and I'm joined by Methuselah Honeysuckle herself, my co-host Shannon. Hey! We are welcoming back one of our favorite friends of the podcast, who may or may not have inspired the blonde bombshell lead detective, Juliette O'Hara. And is without a doubt, greatly in a pineapple, our fellow psycho, Jules Miles. Yay! Jules! <laughs> That's the best intro ever! Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> Great to have you back on the show. How are you, girl? I can't believe we're doing this. This is like a, I mean, this is like a dream come trail. Oh, I'm good. I am just, I can't wait to talk with you ladies. Before we do our weather check, Jules, there has been an addition to your family since we last yeah. talked during the pandemic. Like it was March, April <laughs> that we- It was, we had our baby June, the first week of June. So he's yes. little. He's a little guy. Yeah. So your yeah. own pineapple that you're cradling as you go. <laughs> <laughs> Did you, did you name him? Did you name him pineapple? Yeah, really. I named him. I named him uh, Pluto. No. Pluton Gaster. <laughs> Pluton. I, I uh, yeah, his name, he's so sweet. His name is Timmy. Timothy Aww. is the door. He's our, he's our fifth boy in case. I don't know. I wouldn't know that. Yeah. He's our fifth boy. And, um, and he just kind of fit right in. We've been figuring out life since then. And I would not recommend being pregnant during a pandemic, but Mm. we were, (laughs) but we were so uh, honestly, things could not have gone better in terms of right when they were opening things up again, you know, Mm. so my husband could still be with me in the hospital. Mm. And like, I do, I have girlfriends who had to deliver by themselves. That would have just been heartbreaking. So hard. We weren't. We didn't have any symptoms, thank goodness, of anything. So he could still be there. I did have to do a COVID test. Mm-hmm. Like I'm literally pushing out a baby, and a nurse comes in with a COVID <laughs> test, <laughs> and I said to her, "And not my finest moment. There's no way in hell you're sticking that up my nose right now." <laughs> so, <laughs> so she understood, and she let me push out the baby before we. I did this. this COVID test. It ended up being, it ended up being a, a, a wonderful. And, and you know what the gift of being in this time is I feel like a lot of us are slowing down mm. anyway. And so slowing down with a baby is kind of the most natural thing in the world just mm-hmm. to, to be with the baby and to watch psych. I mean, that is like, <laughs> that is my life. That's two months. Sounds great. It's wonderful. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. And familiar. <laughs> This is literally how I spend my whole, all my postpartum. Since my second kid, Psych is my postpartum jam. That is what I watch in the middle yeah. of the night. It makes it so I actually kind of like that 3 a.m. feed. Oh, like yeah. I- <laughs> That's a rough one. That's a rough one. <laughs> yeah. There's like an alarm goes off like bum, bum, bum. <laughs> <laughs> I should just get one of their voices to be my alarm. I should just yeah. have them right, have them say, come on, son. Every, every time I like, every time I wake, come yes. on, son. So oh, yeah. yeah. But, but quite literally, come yeah. on, son. <laughs> <laughs> and 
amazing. My goodness. So before we get into any more inside jokes, <laughs> Jules, how is the weather? Like, like you tell us <laughs> how you work, but how's the weather? You're not going to lose. Yeah. It's, you know what, if you'd asked me a month ago, I might've like broken out into tears. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was pretty stormy there for a while. Um, he was pretty colicky. So right now I'll say the weather is, is just like a really lovely, like sun behind the clouds, like mm-hmm. beautiful sunset. So maybe some stormy clouds here and there, but um, we've kind of got into a groove. And more importantly, I had to stop fitting. I was trying so hard to fit him into our schedule, mm-hmm. like make his him nap when the other boys are napping so I could get stuff done. And mm-hmm. it just wasn't working for our family. It caused a lot of stress. Um, a lot of anxiety, a lot, a, a pretty bad bout with postpartum depression this mm. time. So we mm. worked with that and psych was, I'm not kidding when I say it was like, it's like a therapy for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a comfort. I mean, it's the greatest show of all time. So like, of course, <laughs> of course it is, right? like- but, <laughs> but, um, but now, uh, you know, I, I just started kind of listening to my kid. Like, what is, what did he need? And he wanted to be held. So I literally just throw him in a carrier and do, go about my day. And then he's as happy as can be. And praise be, he takes a pacifier now. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. yes. That is the only, that is what's getting us through. So I'd say right now, it's, it look, there's a, a sunny horizon. We'll call it a sunny horizon. Yeah. Awesome. What about you, Shannon? It's funny. I had something else written down because I wrote this like a day ago. <laughs> today. No, no. And then on Monday, we started virtual learning with my children. Oh. Um, and so that's, it's been fine. They have been like champions. I cannot, they, it's so hard for them. They want to be in school so bad, but they have to learn in this way and that's okay. Um, but I would say it's sunny, but windy. Oh, this is what I wrote down <laughs> with, with some dust, lots of it's <laughs> dust kicking up. It's kind of blinding us. Um, we're just trying to kind of get from the next place to another without tripping over something. At my parish, we have a brand new pastor who's the second pastor that we were supposed to get for a long reason that I'm not going to explain because it's not appropriate to share here. Um, So it was like, oh, new pastor. Oh, well, uh, okay. That's a transition in and of itself. And my husband just started a new job and they're kicking into full gear there. And also at some point, I have to go to the dentist. Um, to the dentist in like um, <laughs> about a year. Um, they just they keep telling me they're gonna call, and they're like, no, and that's giving me anxiety because I would really like my teeth to be cleaned so that I don't have cavities. <laughs> so there's just there's dust. I don't know what's happening, and mm-hmm. I need those. I don't know. What do you What do you do to get uh, the dust storm? You put the wrap over your face, I guess. <laughs> So my weather, it's like windy, but a light breeze at certain times. Um, like, I feel like there are a lot of things coming at me right now. I, I have, there's a lot, there's a lot on my plate, but it's like a good, it's good. Like it's, um, seriously though, like a plate full of vegetables is still a plate full of vegetables, right? <laughs> and it's hard to eat vegetables, like all those vegetables. So it's not stuff that's like, oh my gosh, I have so much on my plate. I mean, there's some junk food in there, but it's mostly good for me. It's just been windy. Like I'm going to be on one of Shannon's and my favorite podcast tomorrow. So they called me. I was in Vegas visiting with my dad and 
Kevin Porter. He, Kevin T. Porter. You have to say the T. Um, <laughs> for the host of this podcast. And I know we, we've talked about it before, actually. Mm-hmm. We talked about it on this show, Good Christian Fun, because we talked about Gilmore Guys. We mm-hmm. talked about... Yes! Like, when Gilmore Guys came back to Netflix, there was a podcast that was Gilmore Guys, and they right. started yeah. talking about it, right? So Kevin was the host of it. Now he does another podcast. And so he had me on his podcast. He does a podcast now called Good Christian Fun. And they talk about Christian pop culture um, and things like that because he grew up Christian and uh, his co-host is, you know, too. So like, it's like, we're not here to like save your soul. We're just going to have good Christian fun. And so like, <laughs> podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they have people on all the time that may or may not still be practicing, but every single Catholic they've had on is not no practicing. longer Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> some crazy stuff. Like when they say oh, things, yeah. they're like, yeah, I had to do this thing. Like I had to go in a closet and turn around five times or I was going to hell. And I was like, well, that's <laughs> yeah. not real. It's, that's not it's real thing. crazy. It's, 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 it's things. And yeah. they're like, yeah. And I was like, I'm not down with that. We're like, that's not a thing. Yeah. So Kevin found out about me and he reached out and was like, hey, do you want to be on the podcast? And I was like, oh, uh, yes. And it was crazy because I told Shannon, and we, I made a joke a long, long time ago. And I go, we're going to do our podcast just long enough for me to get on Good Christian Fun. And this is up. Because here's the thing. I never, ever thought that I was going to be Oh, my goodness. And, so, and it was always like a joke, whatever. And so I told him that. I go, I'm a whole fan. And he's like, you are? And I go, like, I've been, I've been in it since Gilmore Guys. And he's like, what? And I was like. <laughs> I already knew them. I'm like, Kevin's going to make this joke. And Caroline, I think this is funny. I was a whole fangirl. I feel like on the podcast, I was probably audience circuit. At least I hope I was. Because I would give them like, is that your favorite song? Because I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I feel like I had crazy eyes the whole time. The whole time. So it's been like good stuff. Like I got to be on one of my favorite podcasts. Um, and I told him, I was like, yeah, we're going to do this until I got into Christian Fun. He goes, did I cancel your podcast? I go, oh, Shannon would kill me. Shannon would kill me. So those are the things, right? Like, it's really good stuff. Like, I'm going to be on Christian Fun. I'm going to be on Serious Radio next week. That's insane. Like, that's Yay. insane, guys. Like, like, and, like, you know, like, giving talks and doing these things. And so it's like, it's really great stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just windy. Blowing <laughs> everywhere. Windy. You gotta hold your papers down. Hold <laughs> my papers down. It's like so they won't fly in the pond, and I have to learn Spanish to be Portuguese. Like Portuguese. Yes. There we go. I was like, oh my gosh, you totally picked up that reference from Love Actually. Like you picked it up. Like, this is yes, I'm Portuguese. Like, oh, this is my Just in cases. Just in cases. <laughs> Yes. So today we are talking about, if you haven't figured it out yet, the second movie in the Psych series uh, called Psych 2, Lassie Come Home. (laughs) So amazing. So amazing. Santa Barbara Police Chief Carlton Lasseter, our good friend from the series, is recovering from a near-fatal shooting and stroke, which has him paralyzed and confined to bed in an upscale nursing hospital. 
He begins to have strange hallucinations while trying to remember what led to his injuries, and he decides to call in his best frenemies, Sean Spencer and Burton Guster, to solve the case. As Sean and Gus trade barbs, meet new faces, and reconnect with old friends, they stumble onto murder, mayhem, and a surprise that will change their lives forever. So, I'm sorry, do you mean murder? <laughs> <laughs> but murder is also murder. I'm <laughs> so excited. No, let's have some initial thoughts from everyone. What did you think, uh, initial thoughts? Um, yeah, no, basically perfection. I don't know what else to say. That's when, it, when you asked me what did I, my thoughts. I was actually thinking about this. So the, the first Psych movie, which was 2016, 2017, that came out, that Psych movie- yeah, 2017. 2017 mm-hmm. has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? I don't know if you guys knew that. Yeah. No. It, yes. It's like what it made the 100% club. You guys, hello, go to the forums and yeah. you'll read all about it. <laughs> so, but then this one, this one did good too. This one was like, I think it's like 85% yeah. or something. Um, I would flip those if yeah. you want my honest opinion. Agreed. I would say, but they were totally different. The first Psych movie was like a reunion special almost mm. where it was like all the old jabs at each other, all the old mm. it like inside jokes. Even the villain was like an older villain. Um, who like made a comeback or whatever. This psych movie felt like a long, brand new psych mm-hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I absolutely loved it. For your listeners out there, I'm basically the number one psych fan ever to yeah. have existed. Yeah. And <laughs> I I think this show is perfect. I think I love everything about it. But it's very rare in a psych episode that I cry. I don't typically cry. Mm-hmm. This episode bawled like a baby. Like, mm-hmm. like, and I'm sure uh-huh. we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. But I literally, I, I was doing, I belly laughed. I giggled. I got excited at all the little inside quips. Mm-hmm. And I bawled like a baby. And I was like, and I told my husband who watched it with me, oh, that was a whirlwind of an experience. <laughs> <laughs> like I went through every emotion possible. And I, I absolutely loved it. I loved it. It was wonderful. It was, awesome. I've watched it three times. To, yeah. to pre- I'd like to say yeah. to prepare for this, but I would have watched it three times. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> what about you, Shannon? What are your thoughts? Yeah, so of course I loved it. It was fantastic. Um, I enjoyed the first movie. I, I wasn't like over the moon about it. This one, I was like just grinning the whole mm-hmm. time. And I just started like giggling like a little silly person. <laughs> Great description there. <laughs> I get paid for my words. Um, <laughs> and my husband, he just looked at me. It's so funny. I, I got him into psych. Like at first he didn't like it because he wasn't really like getting the goofiness. And then yes. we, we watched it and he's like, this is so silly. I, I like this show now, but he actually really likes watching me watch it. Cause I'm so delighted. So he yes. was like, you're watching psych. Are you? I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like not only did I think we got like all of the best characters and and mm-hmm. kind of reunions but I loved like I loved that there was so much banter um between Sean and Gus because that like literally is my favorite part of the show so um it was so great to have that back and they really like hit it it just kind of crackled which was nice 
And I yeah. liked also that like other than that kind of prelude where we see Lester get shot, we just jumped right into the action like we were yeah. in an episode, like you said. We caught up with them in the story and kind of like filled in the pieces. Um, mm-hmm. And that's just good storytelling. So, you know, I love that. I think too, it was definitely a movie for psych fans. Like they knew their audience. It was like, we're not, you you need to know what's happening or you're not going to get it. But right. And that's okay. okay. Like know your audience. Without having like the expository stuff. Although the critics did like it too. I mean, Mm -hmm. I literally read an article that said the only good thing on Peacock is the psych movie. (laughs) (laughs) All the love, like all the love, all the love. I liked the little um, shout outs, like blinking, you miss them. Um, yes. How when Henry was talking to Sean and he was like, Man, you sound like this is not This Is Us. And he yes! goes, Yes, I love that. He's like, he's like, he goes, There's a show on ABC that's better and it's newer. And I was like, He's on it. That's like, so funny. Yes. So funny. Because yes. it's the ABC version of This Is Us. And he's yeah. like, What's that show called again? I don't even know what it's called. Um, a million little things. A million Thank little you. things. Mm-hmm. And so, like, and here's the thing I so love good. a million little things. Yes. It's so good because they mention it right after we see the cat lady who is his love interest. Yes. Little thing. And like, it's one of those things. So like, smart. In my head, I, I immediately hit it. Like, the minute she came out, I go, Oh my gosh, it's Maggie who is Gary's love interest, who he plays on a million little things. But he used that his now wife is Jules, who is named Maggie in real life. Yeah. So like, it's a whole, it's, it was like, Amazing, oh genius. God. They're and geniuses. It was like, it was so, and then they mentioned This Is Us, but also Timothy Amundsen, he's on This Is Us. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Like, it's like things like that. I was visiting my dad when I was watching this and like, you know, watching it and taking notes and my, I kept being like, oh my gosh, this and this. And my niece was like, what's wrong, Auntie Marcia? And I was like, it's fine. And then I was like, I would like yell things. I was like, he's speaking. Like the minute, the minute we saw Kadeem Hardison's face, I was like, he's speaking. He's speaking. I was like, you have to Wayne Wayne to be on, a, on this movie. And I knew the Wayne Wayne. Like, like, let's be real. And it was like, he's faking. And they're like, what's going on? I was like, nothing. He's not really Right. <laughs> That's kind of like, how oh. I knew the nurse would be bad, too. Yes, because you don't hire yeah. her. Yeah. You don't hire play Sarah this. Chalk. Right? And that's the thing where, like, you knew. But they did the fake out, though. They faked us out with, at random times, Joel McHale would be creepy. And yes. you're like, is yes. this really happening? Is he yeah. fake? You know what I mean? At one point, I was like, is this sinister? And they, like, faked us out. And so, but yeah. Was, like, and then it ended up being really have, charming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, like, you're right. You don't use, like, it's certain characters. Like, you, like, and it's okay that we know that they're going to be bad. Right. You don't know how we're going to get there. Right. You know, like, you don't know how it's we're going to get there. We're just happy but to be on the ride. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a roller coaster. You know exactly where you're going to end up at the end. Right. <laughs> right? And, and, like, little things that they did, like, that's God's comma. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, they said that before. That is, like, they have said that yeah. in another episode yep. before, yes. and I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Yes, but it's, like, I love it so much. But it's yeah. not a comma. It's an apostrophe. But right. It's, okay. it's a comma. It's a comma to the top. But he does Whatever he does it. Can I just say too, I, I've always, my number one frustration with psych always in the regular seasons was I could not understand why Gus was single. Like I never, yeah. like, 
He is, he is so charming. He is so delightful. They gave him one <laughs> serious love interest mm-hmm. in the whole series. And that's it. And I've, oh, that's been my number one frustration. As I had always assumed when I was watching Psych that he'd end up with someone and Sean would end up with Jules and that'd be that. So can I just say, Salome is worth the wait. She yeah. is amazing. She's so quirky. But like in the it's best so way. It's so weird. She is so weird. <laughs> And that's his wife in real life. That's mm-hmm. Julie Hill's wife, mm-hmm. which is awesome. And they were having so a baby when they were filming this, mm-hmm. which made the whole thing so great too. Mm-hmm. So that is hands down. Like the, when you, <laughs> when you're talking about Gus's little quirks, I'm like, I am I so happy. Yeah, I'm so happy he has someone. Gus. Like yes. it is like the best. It was such a good, it was yes. a good episode of Psych. Yeah, right? yes. I was like, I could get one of these every 18 to two years, like two mm-hmm. months. Well, I guess every three years at this point. I'm okay with that. I was thinking about why I started loving this show. And I realized what it was. My mom and I were huge fans of Monk. Mm. We loved Monk. Jungle out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like, it was the first time that we, it was like a whodunit mystery because we love those kinds of shows, mm-hmm. but it was quirky and silly and mm-hmm. funny. And then Psych took that same model and just mm-hmm. elevated the, it. Right? Like, took, perfected like, it. Yes. Like, so. So Shannon, you totally have my favorite scene, but I'm gonna let you do it. I'm gonna let you do it. Thank you. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. But Shannon's got the favorite scene of all time. I do. I loved seeing the hallucination in which we see baby Mary lightly. It's but we knew he had to show up yeah we knew he was coming and they announced it before the movie came out there because it was like on their instagram or something like look who's coming back you know he came back i believe in the psych musical he was like a vision and there was about a few times right he was in the other movie too in the other movie allison road (laughs) so funny that's the thing he had he's got to be in every season Mm -hmm. since we met him he has been every season since we met him somehow and i love it I'm here for it. I'm I love Mary Lightly. Yeah, yeah I do too. Every time we get a cameo, I'm just totally yes. in love. And the Yin Yang like trilogy basically yeah. is like one of my favorite um, episodes. I mean, like it's season finale, so they're always good. But I also love like Mary's total weirdness and like how Sean and Gus are like equal parts fascinated and in love with that weirdness and yeah. repulsed by it <laughs> yeah. like, they're like you're weirder than us and we like that but we also think you're too weird and we don't want to yeah. dress up in the tennis <laughs> outfit yeah. at his funeral oh my god that is like such a beautiful moment did you yes. cry at mary's funeral yes. yeah like, did that I, when i said i don't cry i can i know the three times i've cried mm-hmm. in psych and that is one of them hands mm-hmm. down yeah. or it wasn't at his funeral it was it was when he died when he died it was yeah. when mm-hmm. it was when he died and sean was right there and it was kind yeah. of sean's fault in a way like because mm-hmm. yeah he thought Mary was the, the murderer, mm-hmm. and oh my gosh, yeah. yeah. No, and Mary, Mary, oh, he brings the laughs every time yeah. he comes back. Yeah. When he yeah. came back with the videotape and talked about Chad Michael Murray and his dead eyes. <laughs> That's like, right. He's like, and he's talking about serious stuff, and then, like, he goes out of I love him. Yeah. Oh my God. Jimmy Simpson adds so much. He was crazy good on House of Cards. Like, but he was a very different kind of character. But you can tell, like, the respect that people have. Like, we're going to put you in this baby suit, Jimmy. Cool. 
We're going to do a song about breastfeeding. Cool. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> so weird. Aria. So, it was so uncomfortable. But it was. Also and the wondering. diaper. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, no, God. and it's funny because that, that was one of those scenes where Ryan, my husband, kind of looked at me like, really? This show? Really? Oh, it was, it was so gross and so funny at the yes. same time. It was so great. And like Gus sees, I find it funny that they hallucinate the same thing of Mary. Because yes. <laughs> you're like, okay, okay Sean's hallucinating. Wing. Oh my gosh, those ice chips, y'all. But gosh. I knew the ice chips were bad the minute they had them. But yeah. You're like, they're bad. That's all bad. Yeah. Like, I got a vibe too. Mm-hmm. Right? What was your favorite scene, Jules? Because Sharon took mine, so I think the new one. But- um, okay, so I had two. One belly laugh scene and one cry like a baby scene. Belly laugh hands down the urinal scene. I was oh like, my gosh. Jamaican, oh my gosh. The, what was the app called? Jamaican Me My Way? And <laughs> yes. then the picture of the, the guy, the murderer. The murderer's, you know, chunk, and then tweeted it out to his followers. I was, I was rolling, laughing, yeah. and then I watched it again, and I was taking a little, little fun. I take a bath once a week, a little, a little mommy bath, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm watching it as I'm taking a bath, and I'm, and I'm laughing again, and my kids come downstairs like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> I was like. So funny. I mean, I, I hands down that whole plot line because they had, they had to do that, right? They had to make Gus inaccessible mm-hmm. so that they could have the big reveal, reveal with Salen A at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So they had to make him inaccessible in his phone. So they gave his phone this hilarious virus. Oh God, and yes. I love that his cousin started it and that he like tried to get in as an early investor. <laughs> down like one of the funniest psych scenes I'd ever seen like I was just completely belly laughing the whole time Mm -hmm. so I think the one hijinky shenanigan scene that was like such a good throwback was Gus in a drawer like that oh yeah you put that that was another one Gus in the snuggie (laughs) the green snuggie I love Dooley Hill was awesome was in this. So Can we just say he was on his A game between the weird tickle <laughs> <laughs> and and that scene, Marcia, where he's like frantically putting the roses on the ground <laughs> and then hides in the Sean's pouring the like the, 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 the oh, yeah, Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner. Oh my gosh, so oh, good. God. <laughs> I just, I really love their relationship. They get oh each God, other. Yes. Like they really get each other. And it's like, they are the true soulmates of, and I'll be honest, like right. they're the true soulmates of this show. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I just and love it so much. This is, this is not one of my favorite scenes, but can we talk about how at the end, when they find out how, that Gus is having the baby that he like makes her promise t- to have the back to back conference on the lazy <laughs> river. And I was like, that was like the first of the season. Like, I so- know. It was so great. It was such a throwback. That whole, I mean, that, that whole moment, just like you said, Marcia, it was like, Gus was saying, mm-hmm. if you can't have both of us, you can't have me. Like, <laughs> it has to be, it's either both of us or that's it. Like, mm-hmm. I, and Jules is already like, yeah, I know. Yes, yeah. 
And the thing is, I don't watch Psych for the whodunit mystery part. That's fun. Mm-hmm. I watch Psych for the relationship. Mm-hmm. I watch Psych for the banter. I watch Psych for the pop culture references. Oh, yes. I watch that. That is why I watch it. Like I don't, the whodunit mystery part is fun. Mm-hmm. It's not the reason we watch. No. It's why it's, no. it's the relationships. Like, yeah. It really is. Why. Can we talk about our second favorite scene? Yep. Because I know I'm going to, I, I want to say it first. <laughs> Because I think it's probably, I think we all probably have hands down the final scene where he stands Mm -hmm. and walks to Margot. And that was when I bawled like a baby. I know. Yeah, because I was like, can I tell you this? I have had so many conversations with Ryan about this. So we are having a lot of really important conversations nowadays about representation in the arts, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. But the one community that tends to be left out of that conversation or the differently abled, right? Mm-hmm. The community. Mm-hmm. And so here, this amazing actor has a stroke in real life. Mm-hmm. And if it were any other show, I might cry. If it were any other show, they probably would have just put something in the credits, like mm-hmm. get well soon, Tim. Mm-hmm. And, but instead they, they made him front and center. They made mm-hmm. his disability front and center. Yeah, And they, dignified it Mm -hmm. and elevated it and it was it was like it was I I told Ryan I hope Hollywood's taking notes because it can be done it can be done well Mm -hmm. and when and then so at the end seeing Lassie but also Timothy Mm -hmm. standing Mm -hmm. and walking towards this person I just I was just like, I, there's no other show that this is, yeah. this is perfect. Like mm-hmm. when we talk about representation, this is what it means. It doesn't mean setting it on the back burner. It actually means centralizing it mm-hmm. in a plot line and it mm-hmm. can be done and it can yes. be done well. And it was, it was just, I don't even know what to say. Yeah. It was truly and, yeah. beautiful, like just beautiful. And yeah. no one centered themselves in his. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and they talked to him normally too. Yeah, they weren't like talking down to him. Mm-hmm. Like they treated him like a human being, like, mm-hmm. you know, like their mm-hmm. friend. And mm-hmm. it was, mm-hmm. it was perfect. I don't know what yeah, to say. No, it was just, like, right. Like Sean still manipulated him. Like he does anyway. Right. He does. You know right. I mean? Like brought him that dog. <laughs> <laughs> Morrissey who oh, ate the God. earmuffs. And- oh my God. <laughs> Here's the thing. I forgot about the murder plot. We have not talked once about yeah, murder plot. Exactly. That is why. Because it didn't matter. Right? It didn't matter. It was just it. more there for just extra lines and funny. And yeah. forget Gus to really mess up nicknames. Gus mm-hmm. is bad at nicknames. Can I tell you though too, even though she That's ends right. up being the bad guy, when the nurse shows an interest in Gus, yes. and Gus does my absolute favorite thing of his, when he taps his nose yeah, right. like that. <laughs> Hands down my favorite yeah. Gus mannerism. Marcia, how about you? Basically, like, just Woody. Like, when they sent him the hand, I forgot about the murder part. <laughs> like, there's a whole murder that we don't even yeah. talk about. When Woody, when they John sent him the hand, and he's like, um, yeah, I like the smoked meat. And Gus like, he ate the hand. So. <laughs> <laughs> And then he's like, I said it's smoked weed. I mean, there's a whole rest of the package to fill. That's right. Oh, that's so funny. And then I love how the end is that whatever it's like fingernails. And then, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Seriously, the murder did not matter at all. Like it didn't. Enough. And it wasn't, and it wasn't Remember. the best murder plot we've no. seen on Psyche either. No, like, had, no. 
there were there have been far better more interesting ones <laughs> better who done it all of it like yeah. without that urinal scene where he mm-hmm. has this ridiculous accent and is going after Gus and it was just wonderful like I, I would have probably considered him pretty subpar like in mm. terms of villains go mm-hmm. in the psych world we've seen better we've seen quirkier mm-hmm. they probably could have done an even better job with the, the, the like murder plot but it didn't matter between the obvious banter the pop culture references and, and then the way they treated Lassie in the story mm-hmm. and the fact that he ends up being the hero too, like yep. hiding one of his many guns. <laughs> right, of course. Yeah, I was just thinking about this. We didn't really get much hand-waving, and I know that was like, Jules said no more hand-waving, but I was just like, man, we didn't get like a lot of fake psychic, which was kind of funny. Yes. But at the same time, almost everybody knew, um, any, like Lassie knows, even though he doesn't know. Right, <laughs> right. And Jules knows, and of course, Gus knows, so, so I... And we're pretty sure the chief knows. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh. But I have to say, I loved the ice chip scene. Um, not, you know, we were talking about some very serious ones. I loved that. I love the whole scene in the Swedish bar um, where they're talking about like, here's the drink that my ancestors <laughs> um, and the, and the earmuffs and the coats. Um, Go back for those earmuffs, y'all. Yeah, That's but right. but the, probably I love the ice chips. I love the like little West Wing reunion over the ice chips. Um, yes. But but now that I've claimed like four extra scenes, um, <laughs> I love loved loved when they see Buzz again. When when the, there's a he does look so handsome and they're like trying to hide from jewels and and they're all but they're also like telling him what's happening yes. um, and they climb through the car and then, of course that's when they find the pregnancy, the pregnancy test. Test. but they're like <laughs> like the way they try to get away is just so ridiculous and i realize like we have to be in the car to get the pregnancy test be like why would you go in their car like it doesn't right oh my gosh so ridiculously over the top um so good can i tell you another thing i liked about this episode though i liked sean because you know one of the big things the storylines of psych is his lack of honesty right Mm because he basically lies the whole time but especially with jewels Mm -hmm. and so in this episode you see him being like i can't lie to my wife again i can't lie." like he's like wrestling with it Mm -hmm. but then she's lying to him too and like the whole thing (laughs) i was like this is is so delightful and then do you guys realize how they got the bad guy is salem may poked his eye yes, with the with, pregnancy test. Yes. <laughs> I was like, is that open? She just she just poked his eye with the pregnancy <laughs> test. And I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. So I've never quite understood why they're so grouchy with each other. Because mm-hmm. it's clear that they love each other so much. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that yeah. was that was very sweet. Yeah. Very, very sweet. Back to the ice chips really quick. Oh, I love how guys after they figured out the ice chips were drugged. And Gus still ate them because he still has some left. Right. I was like, why are you always so hungry, Gus? He like ate them. He's like, it's fine. I know what they'll do. <laughs> no, I thought I remember that too. There always has to be some reference to Gus eating. Like that mm-hmm. is like yes. a central psych inside joke that like, where did like, he get that granola bar in the drawer? Or he he went to the nurse's lounge and got mm-hmm. the, cake the cake out of for the himself. nurse's. <laughs> <laughs> I know. 
So, so good. My all-time favorite episode, all-time favorite episode is this one called, season six, episode two, called um, Last Night Guess. Yes. Oh, they make, hand, hands down, I found out it's also Julie Hill's favorite episode, which oh, made me really happy. But I love, that is hands down the best episode, start to finish. They have so many amazing food references in that mm-hmm. one. And you find out that he has like sky high cholesterol <laughs> in that episode. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, but it, I will say in the first psych movie, hands down the best dialogue. What, that that was probably the the one thing that made the first psych movie better than this one was when he met Celine and they get into an argument about the ninth planet and <laughs> and Gus is like Eris is stupid and I I love that scene <laughs> so much oh and that's why the Pluto reference was so yes. cute in this one yes he was acknowledging it's messed up that's messed mm-hmm. up right <laughs> <laughs> oh man every this this movie was great like it was mm-hmm. it was for us mm-hmm. you know it was it was for us and I loved it and they didn't um they didn't cut corners they really didn't like as far as like what the fans were looking for when you mm-hmm. like everyone got brought back mm-hmm. in some way right pretty much there was everyone. nobody yeah. yeah I was thinking that there was nobody that I wish like I can't think of nobody anyone that I wished had shown up like I I because yeah. in the, that was the sad thing about the first psych movie and it wasn't their fault but Timothy Obinson had mm-hmm. a stroke right before the filming so they had yeah. to rewrite the whole thing yeah. last minute yeah and he was just in that one member of the scene yeah. where Julia's talking house. to him yes yeah, so yeah. good so, so sad um, he was back in such a central role in this one. Mm-hmm. It felt like the family was yeah. complete again. It was like there was no one, there was no one that I can think of. I mean, mm-hmm. there are some real people I loved. Like mm-hmm. I love the Karate Kid. Uh, what's his? Oh name? my gosh, I love him. Yeah, I love him. Yes, he's amazing. And I, I mean, so I love him. He would have been fun to see, but like it wasn't <laughs> like it wasn't like there was someone that I had. Mm-hmm. to see like that yes. wasn't in this one. Oh, we had to see Mary like well we had to yeah. see Mary well yeah that, well yeah that's like, I, mean, he was I would have like burned the place down <laughs> had there been a, like I want to be very clear about that I would have burned it down because anytime they get together Mary needs to be there we need a posthumous Mary at all times right <laughs> The cultural references of psych, I would say, besides Gilmore Girls, which is mm-hmm. also like the queen of cultural references, mm-hmm. there is no show that has as many, there are so many ones that I probably didn't even pick up on in this movie, like, yes. that I don't even, like, understand the reference. Yes. They are so good, all the themes that they've done. But the Mary one um, was Hitchcock. Mm-hmm. And it yes. was so brilliant. Like, it was, like, it was filmed, even, like, the cinematography was yes. Style of a Hitchcock movie, like they are the best at cultural themes. Yes. The Telenova. But that's how we went out. That's how really, Mary went out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The Telenova episode, brilliant. The doo-wop episode, perfection. Yes. The alien episode with Freddie Prince. Oh my god! Oh my Amazing. God. <laughs> I watched the doo-wop episode again for the first time last week. I mean, after like a Podcast year of not favorite. singing or something. <laughs> yeah. Yes, of course, Team Carter Black forever. But <laughs> I did not realize that's when Woody makes his appearance in that episode. Oh my gosh. That's the first 
time we meet Woody, like they literally meet and you already get the sense that this guy is weird, but he's, <laughs> he's wonderful. Weird. And I was like, of course, it's the best episode. Like, because they meet Woody in that episode. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't even realize that. It's like, the best because Gus is in hammer pants in that episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's that's, why I mean, and, and Keenan is brilliant. Yeah, because they switch him out with uh, Mackay Pfeiffer. This oh, I love this. This episode is just going to be like a all-encompassing psych. psych. <laughs> it's, like, it's a psych overview. It's a psych <laughs> So for our listeners out there, I titled the podcast Zoom that we are recording on Gushing About Psych 2, which is <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> completely accurate. <laughs> That's we are gushing about Psych 2. And and so we keep joking about, we keep, Shannon and I keep joking, but I'm serious mm-hmm. that we just need to have our own psych podcast. Like, I'm serious, okay? I'm not opposed to this. We just no, do it. The three of us, we would never get anything talked <laughs> We would have to, like, we would have to be like, we're only talking about this episode. Yeah. Right, and, and I think that would be the hardest before. thing. Because, because it's like a world. It's like, mm-hmm. it, it, like, I know I keep going back to Gilmore Girls, but like, it's like a, it's like a world. You're in yeah. The, their world and so it's hard to only talk about one mm-hmm. when yeah. they all connects to yeah. these well, other parts of their world i know it was it's hard yeah because we like know because we know what's gonna happen so we're gonna we're gonna make this happen okay <laughs> we might have to cut this whole part out so we don't spoil our episode <laughs> but no i want to steal gonna... our ideas <laughs> So yeah, that's true. Okay, so that was a that was awesome. Like we loved everything about it. We could just seriously just talk about the movie like from the beginning and love every part of it. Mm-hmm. So, but let's just assume that. Let us know what you guys think about the psych movie, psych two, Lassie Come Home. Let us know in the comment section of our Instagram at PSBB Podcast. We'd love to hear what you think and um, if you, if you love it as much as we do. So now we've reached this part of the show that everyone can participate in. We have now reached a time in our podcast where after sharing how much we love Psych, we can share the other things that we're loving right now. So welcome to the Offertory. Welcome to the Offertory, Shannon. Thank you. So <laughs> glad to be here like I am every week. Great. Awesome. What, is, what did you have for the Offertory today? Uh, so the first thing I'm recommending is walking in the woods because it's delightful. Um, I have found that I just am not motivated to do like hardcore workouts and running and I'm like, well, that's not what I'm feeling right now. But I do, you know, like want to get exercise and and have what Amanda Martinez Beck, friend of the podcast, would call joyful movement. So I've been taking walks in the woods and it's been lovely when I can. The other thing that I have really enjoyed is bourbon. Uh, so I don't know if we're allowed to recommend that on our podcast. No, do it. We're adults. Um, it's a podcast. It's like, true. It's Just, you know, in moderation, responsibly. It is just delicious. And now that I'm over 30, I don't buy bad alcohol anymore. I buy good oh. bourbon. So it's delicious. Yeah, and, you yeah. know, I don't drink a lot of it. Never really have. But I'm also not going to waste my money. Mm-hmm. Worked hard to earn this paycheck. And I'm going to have some. Work hard for the money. So yes. you better treat your bourbon right. I do. Yes. <laughs> so I have three things. It's funny. It's not quite a walk in the woods. Mm-hmm. But a walk in the woods did happen during this quarantine. Did you know that? 
and it was photographed and it was talked about on Taylor Swift's album Folklore. <laughs> so, um, I, you guys, like, you guys know I love it. If you follow me on Instagram, you know I love Folklore. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you would have heard the two-hour conversation <laughs> where Vanessa Zuleta Goldberg and I gushed over folklore and broke it down and talked about how amazing Taylor Swift is. I mean, all the cardigans we now own. So <laughs> definitely folklore, for sure. Also, we talked about the Generation BSC podcast. Babysitter's Club has made it to Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, last month, it was about five weeks now. That show is incredible. And there's nostalgia, right? There's all this nostalgia. And then they've updated updated things. They kind of have to. They're played by kids, right? So they're, they're like... The actual age they're, they're supposed to be. They're uh-huh. actually right. supposed to be. They're like 12 and 13 years old. And it's multicultural, which is how the suburbs look now. You know, that's how things look now. Like Marianne Spear, she is biracial. Don Schaefer, she's uh, Mexican. Uh, it's Sochi Gomez. Claudia, for the longest time in the Babysitter's Club in the books, she was the only BIPOC representation mm-hmm. in the books, right? Mm-hmm. And then we had Jesse, Like, you know what I mean? Like book 11 or 12 or whatever. But that was it. But now we have, like, there's actual representation and it's beautiful and it's wonderful. And they have really great real storylines and they talk about things that were always underlined in the Babysitter's Club that you know that we picked up on, but they never really explicitly said, said like about how Christy's dad was never around, you know, mm-hmm. like they bring up those things and it's really, it's so beautiful. Seriously, Shannon and Jules, <laughs> every single episode, every episode I was in tears. Oh my goodness. Every, like, and I know it sounds so crazy. Like I am not kidding. Every episode. And Alicia Silverstone plays Christy's mom. It's like, it's so good. It's so good. She plays, she plays Elizabeth, Elizabeth Thomas, well, Elizabeth Brewer, because we all know, seriously. And and it's so funny because Alicia Silverstone, like she was our generation, like in that generation at Red Mm -hmm. Beaver Street Club, like Alicia Silverstone was Cher. She was our Cher. She was in that. There's even like a joke about her being clueless. She's like, I know I'm pretty clueless. Like, it's just, <laughs> or you're just like, of course. Oh, right? I yeah, love breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> I love that. It's just so great. It was very good. And they go through the books in order. Nice. So, but they, I mean, they've changed a few things, but like they've sped up a few timelines. For, it's good if you read the book. It's good if you didn't. Right? Really? Like it's, it's a really okay. well-known show and it's, it's very good. Like, Yes. So, you know Donut Shop Coffee? Yes. So, Donut Shop Coffee, they have a dark roast coffee. Really? Yes. And it is very good. So, Donut Shop Dark Roast, I know you can get it at Target, and I've only mm-hmm. seen it in K-Cups. And I keep trying not to do the K-Cups because mm-hmm. environment and, mm-hmm. you know, you guys, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Like, the Dark Roast Donut Shop Coffee mm-hmm. is so, so good. So, yeah, that's what I got. I need, I need you to support a little-known indie artist, Taylor Swift. Um, and never heard of her. Babysitter, she's that blonde girl. <laughs> Even yeah, I've heard of her, right? and I'm like, like way out of it. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, catch me on the Christian Fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, where to be fair, okay, I was telling Jules and Shannon these listeners, there are parts because we're having conversation. I'm talking about things, and I would get cut off and talk about things, answer questions, and don't come back to thoughts. So it really sounds like I'm not saying. 
the things I should be saying. But I believe them in my heart, everyone. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> 100% Catholic, fully in line with the church's <laughs> teaching on everything. <laughs> to like finish all my thoughts. Right. But it's okay. I just want to assure you that I'm still Catholic. No, um, they actually mentioned that I am the only Catholic they've had on that's still practicing. And I go, I know we knew why. that. <laughs> it's wild. We knew that. So do I need to do a story? Oh, Osprey. Yes. Okay. Oh, you so, I'm all done. Okay. So this is kind of funny. So I, I actually don't like coffee. I don't actually drink booze either. I'm kind of like a, I don't drink grown up drinks, but my one vice is is diet coke oh, i yeah. love <laughs> diet coke i love it i so miss much. diet coke i miss it but i can't have it um with caffeine while i'm nursing mm. so mm-hmm. i have been drinking it's probably it's probably like a little bit better for me to drink it without the caffeine okay so something has happened in quarantine where the diet coke caffeine free drinks are disappearing on shelves <gasps> and my husband has a couple of theories paper. about this. He thinks, yeah, seriously, <laughs> he thinks that there's like an extra process involved with caffeine free. So mm. it got like behind in product mm. development or whatever in COVID. So it has been like finding, I don't know, like a Pokemon or something like <laughs> in the, sh- when, it, when it exists on the shelf, it's like, so I, I mean, I'm not kidding. It is impossible to find. I don't know if it's just out here in Colorado. I don't know what's going on, but caffeine-free diet cooks like impossible to find. Mm. So I go the other day and I'm just going to run into the store really quick to grab some milk and I don't even grab a cart. And I see a woman um, shopping who has five cases of Diet Coke caffeine-free. So I'm like, it's here. So I run to get a cart and get three cases, leaving only one case. I left one case for someone so on the shelf. Christian charity. And it is so bizarre. And there's like this group of us that drink this that like, no, like there was a lady in front of me in line that had the bottles, six bottles of this stuff uh-huh. because there it's just disappearing off the shelves. So diet <laughs> caffeine free. If you listeners, I will personally provide my address if you want to send me <laughs> some of this. Yeah, like, do it. Yeah, it's like gold. <laughs> okay. The only other thing I'll say is, so my husband and I, we love having a show we watch together. Mm-hmm. We love having that over over quarantine COVID. It was Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. It was like, we kind of have like a pact where we don't watch it unless with each mm-hmm. other. Like we like having a show that we watch together and we discovered this show. It was like one of those things where like, if you like Parks and Rec, you might like this one on Amazon Prime. Um, Cause we actually don't have Netflix. We actually might get Netflix now that Friends isn't on it, but mm-hmm. I was so worried I'd be a bad mom if I had just access to every single friend episode <laughs> at my fingertips. So I, as like a, a matter of prudence, we never got Netflix. So we have Amazon Prime though, and it's this quirky show called Eureka. And it was on the sci-fi channel. channel. Yes. And I had never heard of it before. And there's, there's, I think there's five seasons and we're in like halfway through season two or something. And it is delightful. And it is just like Stars Hollow and like, you know, Santa Barbara Mm -hmm. and Psych. It's like these quirky characters in this really unique town with these wonderful relationships. 
And I don't even really care that I don't understand the science that they're trying to like <laughs> teach me. It's just delightful. And it, and it's it's an older show. I think it's like, I don't know, like eight or nine years old or something. But yeah, we, have, we have loved it. I think I mentioned this when I was on last time. I love Silly. I'm a big fan of Silly. Yeah, that's and how we that's, learned about your love of faith. Yes. So, that's how you ended the episode was yeah. me going I'm gonna cry you guys are so <laughs> thins <laughs> yeah. so great there were 30 extra minutes after that everybody not no it was like an hour it was like <laughs> it was it really was 30 minutes of us gushing about sight oh, and that so we got great. to do <laughs> So yeah, that's what I'll say. I'll say this, this show, Eureka, it's well worth it. It's very sweet and it's very quirky. And I'm not a fan of vulgar. I don't mm -hmm. do well with vulgar humor. And Psych never goes into the realm of vulgar. And, and the same thing with this Eureka show. There's just not, it's just not mm -hmm. there. It's just really good, clean, sweet mm -hmm. silliness. And I love it. It's great. Well, great. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. So, wow. It was so great to be back with you all today. We are super excited that season six of Flat Skirts and Basic Black will be premiering later next month with even more shenanigans. Please stay posted for a date coming soon. And we can't wait to be with you weekly again. We hope you all enjoy reconnecting with Sean and Gus as much as we did. No, actually, that's not true. I don't think anyone enjoyed reconnecting yeah. <laughs> as, as much as we did. <laughs> Remember that you can follow us on social media uh, at PSDB Podcast on Instagram. You can follow me at Stylish Lucia. You can follow Jules at Mystery Manners Podcast. You can follow Shannon at Team Quarter Black. Yes. You can email us at plaidskirtsandbasicblack at gmail.com. Please don't forget to rate us five points or five stars on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This helps everyone find our show and helps us feel validated in our life choices as well. Thank you to the cast and crew of Psych 2, Lassie Come Home, for this really wonderful movie that lifted our spirits in COVID times. Thank you, Jules, for taking time to fangirl with us and let us hear your amazing laugh on the podcast. <laughs> Thank you always to my favorite co-host, Shannon. Right back at you. <laughs> thank you. Thanks to Jazar for our theme song, Season Mars. Finally, thank you to all of our listeners who are truly, truly the black to our tan. Because <laughs> I know, Aww. you know, that we are telling the truth when we tell you that we love you. We love having you with you each week, and we can't wait to talk to you, to you again in Season 6. See you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.